So there are two, three main growing seasons. If you're into growing your own foods, uh, vegetables, herbs, that kind of thing. So we are done with the summer vegetables, tomatoes, eggplants, cucumbers. They're not going to produce anymore unless you've got a greenhouse. And that's just cheating. We're growing outdoors in the landscape. That's the summer planting season. That's the main one that everyone knows. Everyone's grown a tomato. The number one plant grown in America, tomato. Mm. So they're, they're frosting. They don't like cold. They're, they're out of here. But there are another, there's a whole another series. The cool season, those are the summer plants or tropical plants. Then there's the cool season or the, the North Country type of plants. And, and Arizona's famous for our growing spinach, lettuce. Broccoli, cauliflowers, arugula, uh, Swiss chard. There's a lot of them. Uh, cauliflower. They actually grow. They need the cold. They need cold nights and bright days. That's what we have for them. And so they'll they'll continue, I mean, grow, growing with vigor. So there's really, I said there's three seasons. Really, it starts, March starts the growing season with the early spring season stuff. That's a cool season plants. Just what I just mentioned. Lettuce, broccoli, cauliflower. Uh, uh, spinach, all those things. If it grows a leaf, that is going to be, you're harvesting the flower, let's say broccoli or cauliflower. That Those are cool season plants. If you're harvesting the fruit off of the plant, that's tomatoes and uh, uh, pumpkins and squash and eggplants. And those are, those are summer plants. They don't need, they don't take frost. So they need to be past the frost season or past the last frost. For us, it's usually the first part of, of May here in Prescott, Arizona. For you, it might be April 20th. It could be May 15th. It just depends on your elevation. Really, it comes down to whether it's east, south, north, west facing. The sun in the early mornings makes more of a difference. But those are the differences. So early spring, March and, and April, you're, you're planting cool season things. And if you get tricked, you know, March is beautiful here. First part of April is glorious, uh, but we're not done with frost. So if you get tempted to plant early, let's say first part of April, your tomatoes, highly likely they're going to be frost burned, frost tinged, killed. Uh, but if you wait till May, you're good. And then you're growing those things like crazy, the beans and stuff, the, 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 they're growing in the summer. And then by about Halloween, it's pretty much over. I don't care what elevation you're at. It's over. Unless Phoenix, Tucson, that's Desert Guardian. It's totally different. Up here in God's country, there it's going to be, it's pretty much done by, by Halloween. Um, then we start the, the cool season plants all over again. So you can easily harvest broccoli for Christmas dinner very easily uh, for uh, lettuce, fresh spinach uh, for, for Thanksgiving. You can have that. You plant it now and you're good. Same with your herbs. Many of the herbs, I would say most of the herbs, except for maybe basil. What else? Cilantro are kind of frost sensitive, but all your others, the sage, you want fresh sage, fresh sage for your, for your turkey dinner. Oh my goodness. It just melted your oregano thyme. Uh, th th these are all things mint. These are all things that are, are they, the flavor comes out even better. They have more oils in the herbs when it's cooler, when it's hot and just it's July and August and it's 92 degrees out. Yeah. The plants are growing. They're doing good, but they aren't as flavorful. 
because it, they're, they're perspiring so quickly that, that the oils inside the, the herbs get kind of muted. And so now all that flavor just, just comes bursting out of the foliage, out of the stems, out of that plant. And so it's a good time to plant uh, your, your winter vegetables or fall cool season vegetables and herbs. We've got a whole selection of this. You're going into, you're going deep. If you're, if you're just growing tomatoes, probably no interest. You're kind of tired. You're going, I can't pick anymore. I'm done. I'm going to take that cruise to the Panama Canal. I'm out of here. Uh, but if you're a true gardener, frequently you're having all three seasons. I just love fresh kale. I mean, we fresh, we, we juice and use fresh kale right through winter. Plant it now. Kale, you'll be harvesting that arugula right through winter. Uh, you'll, you'll be, there's certain plants that you'll just be harvesting. Uh, so it's, it's, you can plant those now. That seems, seems unbelievable for you folks from the, from the tropical areas, the Californias, the Phoenix, and that kind of stuff. But for others that are used to this, the Alaskas and the, the upper Midwest, you're going, yeah, I get it. I told us what we used to do too, but I can't believe they keep going through winter. They do. They keep going. So as those, as the squash fades, as the, as the cucumbers, you pull them out. Uh, they're not going to produce anymore anyway. Uh, freshen up the soil, plug some winter vegetables in, and you can keep this thing going. And it's kind of fun because the, uh, I mean, Swiss chard, it's a beautiful plant. Many times I'll introduce that into my flower garden, my, my, my container gardens, because they're just a beautiful plant. Those stems of yellow and red coming through the flowers of pansies, violas, snapdragons. It's just beautiful. And I can go through and, and uh, so I can harvest that later too. Again, we're, we're big into health juicing, that kind of stuff. And so there's nothing better for your antioxidants coming out of fresh, your greens. That is the one of the healthiest things you can do. Anti-aging, all this kind of stuff. And they're so easy to do. And typically, you pull up that tomato. It's taken up the whole garden. My goodness, how big can they get? You you pull one of these things out. And like the whole garden space comes alive. You go, wow, I can't believe this. I'd say the same thing. You could, you could plant, if you free up some space, carrots, uh, radishes, those beets. They love the cool. A little story that my grandkids, I'm noticed garden guy. And then I've got garden guy juniors. We got a couple of us. We love going out and just gardening. And so they came over last holidays. They're going, so go, Papa, let's go pick some things. And I'm going, guys, it's it's like it's winter. I don't, I didn't, I don't, I don't have anything right now. And so, but let's go look. Went out there and where some beets were going. I'm going, they're not going to have fun with pulling out some foliage. It's no good. So I went digging around, and sure enough, we found some potatoes. In the ground still. I thought I'd harvest. I thought I got them all, but there's still some there. And they were wowed. And beets found some beets. So the root crops. This is December. It was cold. They found some some beets. And they're going, wow, this is so cool. You are the man. I can't believe it. I'm going, that's just what I want. I want to share gardening with the next generation or two or three and inspire them to be outdoors, to eat fresh. It's not everything is just about fast food, but you can actually go pick things and use it and try to, figuring things out how to use it. Now we get this beat. What do we do with it? Well, guys, let's go figure that out. This will be fun. And so that and 
I tend to, uh, I, I go through and I hide things out in the yard. I want them, to, I want to encourage them to be outdoors. And so I hide arrowheads and foreign coins and big keeper uh, marbles and just magical things. When you look at it, you go, oh, that is so neat. And then we'll spend, they'll spend hours out there flipping over every fact it's to the point they've disheveled every rock but guys it's okay to be an archaeologist go looking for stuff that's perfect i love it but when you lift up a rock put it back where you got it from don't just tear up the dry wash and, and i gotta go relay the thing so so be be kind i gotta work afterwards to clean things up if, if you want me to go hide more my uh my oldest grandson he's 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 12 he goes pop pop I, I think i got your number i go what's that chris he goes well i think you're just hiding all that stuff out in the yard it's not really arrowheads out there i think you're actually burying them I'm going well that may be that may not be i don't know but if you but if i am hiding those or hi, putting those underneath rocks I, I don't have to do it anymore he goes oh no 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 keep doing it it's it's really good I, it's fun I'll, you keep going uh, but i i think i got your number i'm going well you may or may not. We'll find out. You'll be probably you'll probably be twenty before I actually tell you anything. It'll be over, over a glass of mezcal or something. <laughs> oh wait, twenty one before I do that. So, anyways, they have a they have a ball. We can we can share gardening, the passion of being outdoors, getting your hands dirty in the soil with the next generation. I think grandparents have a big responsibility that way. They they can actually teach them how to garden, teach them traveling, culture, all this kind of stuff. So be right back. Got more in store for you, but got to take a break.